Today on The Breakdown, sometimes there's a debate about who the most annoying person in poker is. And you could come up with some names, right? Uh, Will Kasuf is a pretty good one and probably gets the crown. But have you ever been in a room with Mike Matisau? <laughs> I mean, actually been in a poker room. And you don't have to be at his table. Anywhere in the room, and you know that guy is there, because not only does he talk a lot, he is very loud. Very loud. Um, so he's got to be a... You know, he's on the Mount Rushmore, for sure, of annoying poker players, I would guess, and certainly is a candidate for most annoying. Um, but the thing about the mouth is he's got a lot of emotion. Boy, this guy cares. This guy digs deep, deep Grant, and he cares so much. And it all leads to this. All paths ultimately lead to this hand from the World Series of Poker main event. This is a very showy play. Let me just say this. And we got a text right away from uh, a friend of ours about this hand, and a bunch of you suggested it. This is a hand where I wouldn't say this is the play that we have talked about in the past exactly, which was, of course, the, the bluff with almost no chips and almost essentially zero fold equity play. But it's a pretty interesting move that Madison makes on like day three of the main event. And day five of the main event, I am now being told by our producer. Thank you, Janine. And, uh, you know, I'm not sure about any of it. I'm excited to talk about the decision to make the play. I'm excited to talk about the player who's got to sort of deal with the fact that this play has been made and, and figure out what to do. I don't know if anyone's making good decisions here, but wow, wow, wow. Wow, 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 wow. That's what I want to say about that. That's all I want to say. Also, reader mail. Let's get into it right now on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. <laughs> So the, the producers were wrong. It wasn't day five. It was day four. God damn it, Janine. <laughs> day four. Okay. But Janine Garofalo, yeah. to, to be clear, yeah. we only have famous interns and producers. Yeah. Russell yeah. Crowe is an ex-intern. He's not good. He is <laughs> surprise, very, surprise. very violent. Very violent. <laughs> uh, no, but, you know, Tilda Swinton's been okay as our poker time intern, but she's a little bit kind of ghost-like <laughs> in his creepy way. My, you know? my least favorite intern moment I think was when Russell Crowe took the stapler and threw it down really hard on the floor and broke it and said, are you not entertained? Yeah, because he like, it's like, it felt so forced and yeah. like, Russell, come on, I, man. that's 22 years ago, man. <laughs> it's not funny. You like, made that joke so many times already with the donuts. You did it yesterday with the donuts. Can't you do something more recent? Do you have anything from the nice guys? <laughs> like, <laughs> anything? <laughs> yeah, very good. Very but good. that's why Russell had to go. Yeah. So far, Janine Garofalo is working out pretty well. This is so her. Far. This is her first fuck up, and she gets three strikes. Usually, depending on you know how much she talks back. Right. Yeah. Right. If she talks back a lot, maybe more strikes. Yeah. Because we love it. We yeah, love it when someone claps back. Because you know Janine Garofalo can give it pretty well. You know? Oh it's yeah. Like it's, it's going to be pretty funny what she yeah. says to us. Yeah. When, yeah. She's doing like you know semi Seinfeld level observational humor regularly, which you know is not so bad. Sometimes it's too much. You know, it's yeah. like yeah, I get it, but can we do a different? <laughs> Thing. She just did the whole like, why do the well, you know if it's brunch, why can't they have something for lunch and dinner? Why don't they call it dinner? You know, she's doing all that yeah, stuff, yeah. and it's like, I mean, yeah, we we know. Yeah, Janine. I mean, like, it, thank that's you. Not a good one. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you know, if you uh, if you're in a business where you have unpaid interns, I, I highly suggest getting celebrity unpaid interns. Yeah, yeah, it's way better. Way better. Yeah, they get you into all the good places. Too, yeah, obviously. One thing, one thing I will say though, because like I was saying, like Russell Crowe, we fired him. It wasn't great. Yeah. 
he, you can try Russell Crowe if you want to, because there's some fun in like in the tension that's created in the room with the violence. <laughs> yeah. But do not, do not hire Paul Giamatti. I'll just <laughs> <tell you> <laughs> like I'm not gonna get into details because the lawyers will get on me about yeah. it. But like, do not hire him as an unpaid it's, intern. It's not like there's a violent thing going. It's on. It's not violent at all. No, but wow. but it can result in death. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. There's a lot of. One-upsmanship. Let me just say that with Paul yeah. Giamatti around. And we ain't doing the one-upsmaning. Uh, no. No, it's all Paul all the time, yeah. okay? It's like, Jesus, Paul, yeah. enough. We know you're good at checkers now. Like, no one cares, but... <laughs> Oh yeah, you don't think you don't think I'm that good at check? I'm gonna show you know it's like it's nonstop with that guy. Like, just take a breath. Yeah. So anyway, like, that's my advice for all of you employers out there. We actually got to the point where we we're buying soup for Paul Giamatti because we found he ate soup slowly and it shut him up for a while. That's right. That's right. He does, he does. To his credit, he savors soup like nobody else. I mean, no, you know, it's, he it's like, incredible. If you talk to him about soup, he'll be like, you know, it's really the tasting notes of 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 ash and orange peel. <laughs> like, we're, we're talking about canned minestrone here. And he's like, I can taste everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see sideways, you idiot? Yeah. yeah. He gets it. He yeah. gets it in a way that doesn't translate to good interning, though. That's that is for, for sure. sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Paul, jo- Paul Giamatti is in one of the greatest TV episodes of all time. And uh, that's all I'm going to say about that. What, what show? It's from uh, the Chris Gethard show. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, yep. You almost already said too much. So. I know. I know. That's why I was trying to be careful about it. Um, but truly, one of the greatest episodes of television ever made, in my opinion. It's interesting. That's for sure. Yeah. So is Mike Matisau. Right? I would call him a polarizing figure, but I wonder if it's all South Pole. You it's know? almost all South Pole. I mean, the few people who defend him at this point, I think it's mostly like people who are just like him and nobody else. <laughs> Some people in the poker community who have been fr- like... Our Daniel Negreanu interview, which was not amazing and, and did not no. get much traction, we did five years ago or so. We ended up talking with him about Mike Matisau, who he had been one of the defenders of Mike Matisau for many years, but it was clear by that time of that interview that he was done with Mike. He had some some shit yeah. with Mike that he w- did not mind airing right. in that interview, and we were pretty surprised by it. We yeah. were, we were un, unable to handle it because we were not good interviewers. Like We did not do good things, with the with, but he really... He let him have it a bit. Right. That was surprising. I wonder, does Phil Helmuth still kind of like, you know, back Mike and like hang out with Mike? I don't know. I mean, it wasn't that long ago that Phil was on uh, Live at the Bike with Mike. Maybe it was like two or three years ago now. And he was, he actually said that he put Mike in the game Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So my guess is they're still friends, but I don't really know anything. And wouldn't want to, quite frankly. No. Those are two people I would really be upset to be trapped in an elevator with. Oh, yeah. Know? That's a that's a nightmare. That would be one of the worst. I mean, I mean, I could pick almost anyone. I'll take I mean, I'll take some bad people. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to say the names of the yeah, people I'll take. Yeah, just don't then. Because it's bad. Yeah. You just, I mean, it's because they're going to be annoying, which to, was yeah. part of your opening. Is, is Mike Madison the most annoying person in poker? Probably not. So you, who are the candidates? You said okay. one other person. Who did Will Kasuf. Will Kasuf. That's a great candidate. Um, Maurice Hawkins, potentially oh, yeah, a candidate. That's pretty good. He's just, uh, he's probably less annoying than those guys. I think he is. He's just very boastful and, and won't shut up. I think he also is um, not doing it all the time. And Wilkasuf is nonstop, 100%, which is why he's got a good shot at yeah. winning this. And Mattisau is kind of most of the time, right? And it's so loud. Like that, it's it's annoying even if you're really far away from him, which sucks. Yeah, and you we know this. We've been in the room with him, right? It's like Jesus, man, just a little quieter. I think the consensus, though, among the high stakes pros right now, might be Martin Cabrell. 
Like, everybody everybody so hates that guy. They hate him. I don't really know much about it. I know that our friend, uh, one of our friends played with him yeah. in the main event and had a very negative experience. Uh, this was before all of the stuff came out this year about how nobody likes Martin Cabrell. Oh, yeah. And, and our friend said all the same stuff. Like, like yeah, he just like doesn't look at his hand for like 30 seconds every time when it's his action and just tanks forever and is super annoying at the table with everything he says. And yep. nobody likes him. It's strange. Yeah, our friend was sending us like even we didn't ask and we weren't pushing back on this, but our friend was sending us, you know, clip, clips from poker news or anything like that. Anytime anyone put down or Twitter, people putting down Mark Grell almost like, see, I told you, I yeah. told you. Like we, we believed you the first right. time, but it's cool. It's cool. So he's definitely in the running. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I would guess he's him and Wilkasuf. I mean, Wilkasuf wastes an amazing amount of time. Too. Yeah. I think Wilkasuf is probably the worst, although I haven't played with Cabral and, and haven't seen Cabral much. I watched him a little bit at one of the final tables recently, and he, was, um, he wasn't that bad at that final table anyway. Um, and Wilkasuf is always super annoying. After yeah. the first 30 minutes, and you're like, oh my God, this is just the same thing it's on It's going to keep going. And it yeah. never, ever ends. I want to kill him. Now, this is not going to be the winner, but I, I want to have an honorable mention. And it's only because of how he acted during one final table in his oh. life. And I'm not sure if he's acted this way before or again. But the amount of praying that Jerry Yang did at the <laughs> final table still annoys me. It still annoys me. And, like, not just the That's amount. not even close, not, not just the amount, but also the level of praying. Sure. Like, Jesus, show me your purpose. Like, that was just too much. It was definitely annoying me. I'll grant you that. That's annoying. But that is... Not constant, you know. It's yeah. only like in big all-in moments and stuff like that. So it's only going to happen like once every three hours. Right. He's not. Yet. He's not annoying if you're just sitting there and he's going to act yeah. fast and he's yeah. He's fine. So yeah. like I, I don't think he's anywhere close to. This I agree. Guys. I agree. But that's, that's a funny. That's one. why it's an honorable mention. Yeah. Obviously, there's a bunch of other super annoying people. There's people who think their job is just to get everyone on tilt. I don't really yeah. know why. Um, because they don't have any other edge. They're afraid they don't have any other edge. I don't know. It sucks. Um, poker should be fun and social, and it sucks when it isn't. That's my overall take on that. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of people who play with them would say some of the high-stakes pros who tank forever on every decision mm. are count among the most annoying. Like Andrew Robel famously tanks forever. I mean, Vogel saying, you know, yeah. tanks two minutes now for every... He's like, if any hand in my range, I would have to tank for two minutes. I have to tank for all of them for two minutes. That's how he plays it right now. Yeah. And, He's, he's going to be one of the re- big reasons why I think even the World Series is going to have to go to some I form agree. of like time extension. I had forgotten that like earlier that. on in the World Series this year, he was a pariah for a while for yeah. how he was tanking so long at a final table. Right. Yeah. It's like, you know you're, you know what you're doing. It's such a straightforward hand. Just play the fucking hand. But I understand he's thinking about macro stuff, and I understand why he's doing it. But if you put a maximum on how much time these decisions can take, like 30 seconds, now the most... Now, maybe he's going to tank for 30 seconds every time, but that still saves a minute and a half yeah, every fucking that's gotta be, action for That's got to be the answer, because otherwise poker is unwatchable and also maybe a little bit unplayable if people start doing this a lot. I agree completely. I mean, it may eventually get to the point where if, if it, people then always max out their time, even if it's 30 seconds... That will eventually get yeah. really rough too, and then they may will just maybe they'll just give people like a clock, like in chess, yeah. where it's like you get ten minutes total, and every time you get an action, we add five seconds right. to it. So like if you act relatively quickly, you always have that ten minutes. Yeah. You know? But and actually, even if you go down, you can sort of earn it back by folding really quickly and acting quickly for a while. You mm-hmm. know, you can slowly add seconds to your time, but effectively you've got ten minutes of like tanking time total. Yeah. You know, um, like that seems great. And that seems like where we may end up having to be, although that would be a nightmare to keep track of, I think, from the dealer point of view, because there's so many players and stuff. But maybe they'll figure out a way to do it. Um, All of it is not great. It's just nicer if we just had it where, you know, people acted in reasonable amounts of time all the time and it was fine. But 
They just can't do it. Nope. Not if you're a human computer. I mean, there was a 19-minute tank, as we know, once they were heads up uh, at the World Series main event. And I'm not even saying that was wrong. But, wow, 19 That's, minutes is a really long time. It would be good to limit people from being able to do that. I understand if you're, there's ever a spot for a 19-minute yeah. tank, it's heads up for the main event. I, I don't fault Adrian Attenborough at all for that. That's his name, right? Yeah. Um, he, I know he was thinking about a lot of stuff. I know it was really complicated. Um, and they were playing literally for $4 million. So it's a big decision. Um, and I, don't, I would probably want, if I were in his shoes, to be given as much time as I, as I could possibly take. And he's not, he doesn't gain anything by tanking at that point. He's just doing it because he's trying to figure it out. At yeah. Least, right? There's nothing showy. The other guy's all in. There's nobody else at the table. He's not hurting anyone except the other guy just has to wait. You know, and your side just had to wait. Um, still, it sucks. It's I not mean, great. It's certainly not good for TV, right? There could be an application of it that, like that type of tank, if that is allowed, even heads up at the main event, let's say your opponent has 20 blinds and you have 120 and there's 10 minutes until the blinds go up. You know, mm, you could yeah. tank until the blinds go up and you're a lot more likely to bust that player a lot faster. Yeah. Although in the World Series, generally the the um, the blinds go up pretty slowly. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't mean time-wise, but I mean in terms of... So like they go from 20 blinds to 18 blinds and it's not as big a deal, but obviously in a lot of tournaments, that's not the case. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, I just lost a third of my stack right. kind of a thing. So that's that's a fair point. That's a fair point. I've done almost no unnecessary tank in my life, but I have done it. And uh, yeah, it's not great. Not great. Hey, listener mail time. Oh, it's listener mail Changing time? Changing the subject. Wow, I didn't even know this is a surprise to me. I mentioned in the opening, but I guess you weren't listening. I didn't. It, I, I didn't. It hurts I, my I heart that I, you weren't listening. I chose not to listen. But you always listen to critique. I sort of threw it in at the end. I was like, and also listener mail on the I was, down. You know, By the end, that was a pretty long opening. I was trying to line up my things that I was going to respond yeah, to, you know? I understand. You're in your own head. You're not yeah. present. Right. Just be with me, man. No. Just be here no. now. I'm too important for that. <laughs> anyway, Ben writes to us on Twitter, and he says, blah, blah, blah. He's playing live. Uh, he's playing 1-3 uh, at his local casino pre-COVID. This happened, apparently. Um, this has been on his mind ever since it happened. He doesn't remember all the action in the hand, but he remembers this particular player gave off an untrustworthy vibe. Certain ways he was acting almost seemed as if he was trying to gain extra information by moving his chips a certain way. And also the way he talked during hand seemed fishy. So I had been keeping an eye on him mostly to protect myself from getting angled and to also gain information so I could possibly exploit him in the future. I've already folded and our fishy friend was in the one seat, and we were in the seat five or six, but had a good view of our opponent. We'd already folded. He was heads up in a pot with another random player on the river. The random player checks, and we are watching our fishy friend who has position. He has his hands over his cards and clearly taps the felt twice. The dealer immediately reacts, asks for showdown, and he says, the fishy friend, no, I didn't mean to check. Since I had watched the hand and had seen the motion, I spoke up and said, yeah, that was a check. He shot me a look, shrugged, and rolled over two pair and was awarded the pot. My question is, was I out of line? Should I not have said anything? I felt bad because I felt like my read was off because he was actually considering a bet, but his motion was clearly indicated a check. And I already had a bad feeling to begin with. I saw him later on, blah, blah, blah. So he's wondering, what do we think about this, basically? About speaking up in this particular case. In this kind of a case, yes. I, have, I certainly have thoughts. Yeah, my thoughts begin with myself in that I, I find myself speaking up maybe too much in yeah. spots like that. I think like so, there's definitely been a few times where I'm like, I should have just not said anything, you know, but it's especially if the dealer's a little weak, I feel like a protector of the table for yeah. whatever reason. I don't really know why, but because a lot of people know me or something, I'm not exactly sure. Um, and, and overall, it's probably better just to never say anything unless something really out of line is happening would be my guess. 
Um, but I've definitely done like a very similar thing to this where, where I'm like, yeah, I definitely saw a check there. And especially if you th- have this angly vibe from this player, especially if you really know they're an angler type, if it's Sam Sovereign or something, yeah. then I would want to speak up. That feels different. Yeah. I think it's, since it's a cash game, I'm less inclined to speak up than a tournament. In a tournament, every action affects every player more. Mm. Whereas in a cash game, That's it's a good point. kind of like just an iterated game of hand after hand after hand. I think the other question we have to ask ourselves is, is there, like, so the player makes what looks like a checking motion. The dealer says, go to show it on the player, seemingly immediately says, no, 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 I, I haven't checked. Is there anything they gained by fake, by quote fake checking, if they were doing that, because like if the other player rolls over their hand, yes. and now they say no, I haven't checked. That feels really different. But if nothing's happened, like they they you know they accidentally did a checking motion, and we're in a one three game. To me, like intention is everything here. And like yeah. if we don't think the player was angling in that moment, I understand you think he's an angly player, but if he didn't get any new information and in saying I didn't check, I don't know why. Like. There's no other, no one's to act after them. This is the this is the river. Like, I don't know why they aren't allowed to. I would always be inclined in almost every case to let them bet if they wanted to. Yeah, I think you're right because it's hard to find the incentive. I mean, it's not like right. you're really going to get that much of a reaction from the other player other than them turning their hand over. But the player seemed to to try to get the dealer to stop from saying right. it's showdown time. So that's that's a fair point. As soon as the other player starts to indicate anything about the strength of their hand, I think it's over. I don't yeah. think then the guy can say, I, I didn't check, like, right. too bad. Like, like too sucks. bad you tap the table twice. Yeah, that's, like, that's how it goes. Now, but, but, like, if you tap the table twice, the other player doesn't react in any way, and the dealer's like, show it down. And you're like, no, 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 I didn't check. Yeah. Like, I think you should absolutely be allowed to bet in a cash game especially. But even in a tournament... Um, if it's clear, like, look, if we're playing a $10,000 buy-in tournament with David Peters and he does that, fuck yeah, that's a check. Yeah. Too fucking bad, David Peters. But, like, I think being overly um, rules-based, where a lot of times people are going to make mistakes in poker who don't know all the rules, they don't understand, or they just make mistakes because they're not used to it the way a lot of us are. Like, I don't want to penalize them for that. I want, the, I want them to feel welcome. And I want, them to, I want it to be, what did you mean to do? That's what we're doing. In any case where it doesn't hurt anyone else. Like, that's yeah. what I want, personally. Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough to know when to speak up. It of really course, is, of course. Because and I, I think in the, in that case, in the case that um, Ben is that right? Yeah. In the case that Ben is speaking of, I probably would have said something too, mm. and then later thought like I probably shouldn't have said anything because what's the incentive? I've seen a version of this before where the out of position player does this type of action, and then the other player bets That's or checks, different. and then they say, oh, "Wait, I never checked." Right. Like, and that can be a real angle if it goes know? check, check, and they're like, "Oh, maybe I can blow him off the yeah. hand now," or what? Yeah, that feels different. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also think, like in general, it probably is a good practice when you see, even if you think something fishy is happening, like you think that that was probably an angle. Just to keep your mouth shut for a while and let the thing play out before you decide to. I'm saying you, meaning yeah. you, the royal you, not you, Grant, but you too. Um, like let it let it all play out and see if like it can sort of resolve itself before you come in as the the person. Now mm-hmm. sometimes that's not going to happen, right? If you have a weak dealer, for example, right? But if it if the dealer's already maybe handling it, like in this case, the dealer said showdown, and the person said I didn't mean to check. I don't know why Ben feels the need to come and say that was a check. Like Ben can. Let the dealer handle it. You know, if you feel like something unjust is happening, you can sh- you can speak up later bef- before the next hand is dealt, of course. But you can still you can wait to speak up, and then you're not involved unless you feel you have to be. Right. And if the player doesn't need an advocate, you don't need to be their advocate. Yes. Right. Like if if you are the opponent in the hand, then you certainly have a right to of, say that's a check. If you course. want it to be a check, like because yeah. they did the action of a check. But yep. when you have no nothing to gain from it, and you have no sides, and the player doesn't seem like 
they need help, then you should probably just not say anything because we're all out for ourselves in poker and it's your job to protect yourself at the table. That's part of your job at the table. Yep. And uh, to be clear, if even if I'm the opponent and I even if I'm against someone who is like knows what they're doing and they don't think they checked and I think they did and they would be in this situation where they're last to act and I didn't they didn't get any new information, I would let them bet. I wouldn't like try and say that's a check. Like I would yeah. believe they didn't mean to. And like again, like if you accidentally knock your chips over and they go into the pot, that isn't a call. Right. If someone's bet, you get to pull them back because we know the intention wasn't a call. Yeah. Right. So But you but it's the it protecting yourself the protecting yourself thing goes both ways, of right? Course. It's that guys who tap the table twice drop to know that that means check. So don't do that. Yeah, you know, no, that's if you don't true. if you don't want to check. No, that's true. I you know, it's funny, I was thinking about um this recently where I was in this is years ago now, I was playing in a, a tournament and we were um, it got to the point where I think it was, uh, it folded to me in the small blind, and I was talking to the big blind, and I was telling him a story, and I said, yeah, you know, and then I, I said, I check, and then I blah, 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 blah. Oh, no, no, I was in the big blind, right? That's, it has yeah. to be, yeah. And, I, and I'm, so in the story, I'm saying that I said I check. Yeah. And it's very clear, that's what I said, and everyone at the table was like, that's a check. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, and they, they forced me to, like, not yeah. raise preflop. Now, I don't even remember what I had or if I would have wanted to, but it felt really weird that, like, clearly that wasn't my intention. You know, I yeah, wasn't but checking. The other side is, like, it is your job to protect yourself in that spot and be yeah, aware of the on. action and when it's on you and, you know, don't say words that are poker actions at that time. But that's a little ridiculous, right? Because p- people sometimes say, like, is he all in? Like, also, even just when someone goes all in, if you're, like, all in... You can do that, and yeah. that's not you being all in. Now, I understand that's questionable, and you probably shouldn't do yeah. that to protect yourself. But like, no, if you're doing it as a question, like you should not be held in as like that's an all in. Of course, it isn't, right? Because we're trying to capture intention here. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I think that's a close one. Your, yeah. your spot that you described. Uh, I didn't think you but mean the, the all in thing or the thing I said. The thing you said, really? God, I yeah. Not at all. I mean, I, I don't. I wouldn't want to be a player yeah. at the table and said that's a check. I would have like understood. I think if I were at the table, I said you know he didn't mean to check. I would have said yeah. that. But I also could see them being like the rules are the rules. Yeah. You know? I mean, look, it was not. It was not like a huge tournament. It was fine. I just like, oh, okay, that's weird. I mean, um, and uh, I want to elaborate a little bit more okay. with Ben because I have the same. Like I mentioned earlier, the protector instinct to for like make sure the table is fair or whatever, um, I, which I need to shed a little bit of. Like I have a recent example of this playing, oh, cool. playing locally here in Portland, where as many of you know who listen a lot, we have bomb pots are a big thing here in Portland. Yeah. Um, and certain tables are more bomb pot oriented than others. Like there are certain special tables where there's two bomb pots per orbit instead of one. Yeah. And there's great. more games available during the bomb pot. So there's like a, a list of like 15 games that you can call. The bomb passes around and you get two bombs, and every time the bomb's on you, you can call what game you want to play, right? And certain players don't want to play certain games. Mm-hmm. And there was a player at my table um, who was only playing the, the most normal bomb pot game, which is 5-2-2. Two, two. We don't need to get into what that is. Yeah, but it's Omaha yeah, with two boards. With two boards, yeah, and five cards. Um, and she, she only wanted to play that game from every orbit that I saw forever, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and anytime anybody called a different game, she would sit out. And... Then she was kind of like looking at her phone, hanging out, and a bomb pot came around, and somebody called a different game, and she put her $5 in, and, uh, and the cards were dealt. And I, I turned to her, and I said, I just want to be clear for you, just because you know, because yeah. I've only seen you play 5-2-2, that this is not 5-2-2. This right. is, I forgot what game it was. Whatever. Yeah. That's it's a, cool. It's a different game. That's good. But she was like, oh, yeah, I know what it is, and like seemed a little offended. Oh. You know, <laughs> and, and, and so it's like a little bit of like, oh, maybe I, it's not my job to protect her. If she loses that 5 bucks, so be it. 
Like, well, it's not about losing the five bucks. Well, it's about if right. she loses a lot more because she doesn't. She know goes the game. all in because she thinks she's got the nuts and she has yeah. the, the anti nuts. Right, you know, that happens for yeah, sure. It does. It does. I think it's cool that you did that, and I would want you. To, I would want to do that. Okay, too. I felt a little bit like she felt like I was like calling her stupid or something. She probably did. Yeah. Um, but still, I think it's cool you did it. Okay. Personally, like okay. I would want someone to do that. Look, I, when I play these bomb pots, every so often I find myself being confused about the game. Like I think we're playing a high low game and we're not. I've really done that. Um, and like to the point where my new thing is like, don't call a big all in on the river until you verify what the game is one more time. Like yeah. recheck motherfucker. Cause like I've almost called all ins a few times where I'm like, well, I have at least the nut low and maybe I win. Maybe I get, maybe I quarter this guy once in a time, a little bit seems unlikely. And then like, I'm like, wait a second. Is that the nut low? Or, you know, yeah. that isn't, there is no nut low. <laughs> there are no lows, yeah. you know? And like, Oh shit. Um, so anyway, I think, Especially for stuff like that. That's I, I, I appreciate it when people okay. do that. So I just, anyway. I think it would have been fine if I didn't say anything though, yeah. right? Because it's her job to pay attention and protect herself. Of course it is. Yeah. Ultimately it's on her. Um, but it's nice if you try and be helpful to people. Okay. I felt like I was You're a being bit a good citizen. Okay. And now you know never to say that to her again. Yeah. And I think Ben, you were trying to be a good citizen too, right? Of course. Yeah. And and that can just go wrong sometimes. I mean, it seems like Ben had it out for this guy a little bit. A little though. bit. He's like, This guy's an angle shooter and I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna but, you know, maybe he the guy is an angle shooter. That could be true, so yeah. fair enough. Um, there's not much you can really do about angle shooters, no. though. Except it's just protect yourself, and it's not your job to protect the other players. Yeah. that's I guess that's the ultimate advice there. I think mostly that's true. Yeah. Anyway. All right. That was great. Great good, work. Good listener mail. Thanks, Ben. Yeah, thanks. So, yeah, if you have any questions like that that Ben asked, there was a previous episode that came out maybe a month and a half ago that had a different listener mail question that we yep. enjoyed doing a lot. If you have any questions like that, feel free to direct message us on Twitter or do it on Discord. Yeah, send us your poker questions, man. We might just answer them. We might. It's possible. Let's answer the poker question of should Mike Mattisau have done what Mike Mattisau did? Oh, I'm so did? excited to talk about this hand. Okay, I'm glad for you. Really? I'm glad for you. And I'm glad for Wesley Cannon because he gets to solve our, our basically our creation. Because oh, the, yeah. the hand, uh, the coverage only started on the turn, so we had to kind of recreate to the best of our ability how we got to the turn. Yeah, even Poker News, who did a write-up on it, is like, starting from the river, yeah. so we had to do our best. But we're pretty sure this is at least close enough. It's close enough that the analysis can be cogent yeah, and it'll make be sense, and like it's not going to change really what our analysis would be on the river, most likely. Which is, the, all the big stuff happens on the river, for sure. And even the turn, there's some interesting stuff, a little bit of interesting stuff on the turn, but we saw all that, so yeah. we know where we are once we get to that point. Right. So it's good. So this is a Poker Guys creation. Ah, oh, Poker Guys joint. Yeah, this is a Poker Guys joint. Produced by us. And Janine Garofalo. Um, yeah. Ovi Kenobi, Eugene Portland, Danny Sprung, who is one of our solvers, but not solving this one, and Digital Dan Hello. from Poker Time are yep. the suggestors of this hand. Congratulations. You, you made us talk about Mike Mattisau. Thanks a lot. Like, wow. Give an air to this guy. Really, really good job, guys. Really I proud mean, of you. I'm so glad we're doing it. <laughs> All right, good. That's what I have to say about that. All right, day four of the main event. 6K, 12K with a 12K big blind Annie. Mike Matisau has 447K, so he's got about 40 bigs. Okay. He's in the cutoff with ace of diamonds, seven of clubs. Now, we think what happened is that he opened to 30K. It could be a little less, but it's somewhere right around there. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's some th- something like 30K. It's two to like two and a half. Blocks. 25 to 30K. Yeah. The, the preflop sizing and the flop sizing, you can inverse them a little bit one way or the other, yeah. depending on what you believe to be true, man. Right. You know? It doesn't really matter, though. We're, in the, we're close enough that the, that's all that matters for this part of it. Yeah. He has ace of diamonds, seven of clubs, and the cutoff. Um, cool. Seems fine. 
Mikolaj Zawadzki. Woohoo! Mikolaj Zawadzki has 100 bigs, 1.2 million. Yep. He is on the button, and he has 8-9 of clubs. And he's going to make the call. Uh, what do you think about calling versus raising this hand? The only concern I have with calling is I'm a little worried about the stack-to-pot ratio, like basically how deep Matisau is. So Matisau's got, like, what is it? Less than 40 blinds, right? Um, it's probably fine. I guess it's fine. He's opening pretty wide. We can really three-bet this, though, a reasonable amount of the time. But it's okay to call, too. This is a hand that plays well multi-way. We, we're comfortable if the big blind wants to come in, too, and see this three ways. We're on the button. That's pretty nice. It seems very reasonable to call here. I agree. It's fine. Yeah. Three-betting is also fine. Yeah. Folding would be a disaster. Feels a little too nitty. Yeah. The big blind calls. We don't know anything about the big blind, who it is, or what they have, or anything. Or even if they actually call, they could have been the small blind. We're going with the big blind yeah. for this. Story. It just it's it makes, doesn't matter. It's more likely. That's Talk about a garbage human. Holy yeah. moly! We don't even. They might not even exist. <laughs> <laughs> there could have been a dead big blind for all we know. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. There well, are no there are no dead big blinds, obviously. But right, and also you know there had to be a, another caller, or else the math doesn't work. But it could have been the small blind. It could have. Been. But you can't have a dead big blind, so it couldn't be the small blind. Anyway, the big blind might have not been at the table. Hey, might have been. Getting a sandwich. Anyway. You know, at the poker kitchen. Uh, $22 sandwich. Yeah. 108,000 chips in the pot. Okay. Here we are. Day four of the main event. Queen of clubs, five of clubs, five of hearts. Yep. There's no way we can make this heads up, right? Like, I'm just thinking a little bit further about our reconstruction. Is it possible that we can make this heads up? Probably not. I don't think it's reasonable. That's, I mean, Madison could have opened bigger and bet smaller on the flop or something. I just It seems very unlikely that those things would have happened. Yeah. So I think, it's, I think it's absurd to make it heads up. All right. So we're going to call it three ways here. Let's do it. Um, to the best of our guess, the big blind checks. Yep. Madison bets 27K into 108K. Yep. Assuming this is correct, do you think it's right to bet your ace high hand for equity denial when you have two callers here? I think it probably is, actually. Queen 5-5 five, five is going to miss a lot of our opponents. We, um, clubs is one of the things that's most likely to call us besides a queen. We have a club in our hand. That's mm-hmm. pretty good. It's not the ace of clubs, but still. Um, I think it's fine three ways, especially when you're looking at the button and the big blind calling ranges, which are going to yeah. be wider. Um, I mean, look, the button, for example, we don't know what the big blind had, but the button's got, what is it, 9-8 of clubs. He could have had 9-8 of anything else and have nothing going on here, essentially. Yeah. Turns out he has 9-8 of clubs, so he's going to be interested. I think it's totally fine to bet this. What do you think? Yeah, I think so, too. Especially the sizing. It's like you're giving yourself yeah. a pretty damn good price to win. Yeah, 27K into 108. Yeah. I mean, this is going to work more than enough of the time, I would think. All right, as Zawadzki on the button, mm-hmm. you got the two options. You got the raise and you got the call. Yes. How do you decide what you're going to do? It's interesting. So we probably have, I'm trying to think if we have more fives than Mike. I don't know if we do actually have more fives than Mike, right? Mike can open ace five. Can we call ace five? I guess we can. Um, ace Mike, five suited, Mike, of course. Mike can open ace five off, though. Yeah, and we can't. We yeah. can't have ace five off. Um, we probably both can have five six suited. Four five suited, even. Yeah, Mike can probably have seven five suited. Maybe we can't. Mike has more fives. I don't think we can raise. Okay, good point. If we were the big blind, do you think it's a raise? If, we have a cl- love, if the big blind has a club draw, it's probably a raise, right? I love attacking as the big blind here on this kind of a Because we have all the fives. Yeah. Even if Mike has a queen, he's going to be very uncomfortable and often isn't going to be able to call down to, with multiple barrels with just a yeah. queen. Right? When we're in the big blind, we just got him. I mean, he can decide to hero and be like, I hope you have a club draw. But every time we have a five, he's just going to get screwed. And we can have a lot of fives. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Zawadzki does make the call. I mean, it's fine. He's yeah. in position. Mike's going to check a lot on the turn, and we can just take it away, right? Yep. 
sounds good to me. Yeah, I love it. Just like nitro bedding sounds good to me. Whoa. Do you like eating delicious food? I do not mind it. Do you like paying $0 for first-class travel? I feel weird about that, actually, and don't feel good Do about you it. like paying $5 for first-class yes, travel? Yes, I feel good there, because I need, I need some transaction. Do you like having the best day of your life? No. No, because that means I'm never going to have another. Okay, do you like having an incredible day that in the end might rank as the best day of your life, but you're not sure because you might have another good day? Huh. I'm going to have to think about that and get back to you. (laughs) If you like good things like this, you'll like nitro bedding. (laughs) (laughs) Classic advertising, right? Yeah, we're killing it. Uh, Use the link in the description of this podcast when you sign up for nitro bedding to get access to exclusive Poker Guys deals and the monthly Poker Guys tournament, which you won't even be able to see in the lobby if you don't use the link when you sign up. Which would be dumb. That would be idiotic. You would be basically a complete piece of trash. Wow. And I wouldn't want to hear from you. I would would not be sad when you died. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we really went for it there, huh? Yeah. I was going to go in a different direction, but sure, sure. But you're going to just bandwagon on my I'm excellent thing. I'm going to back you up for yeah. 100%. I appreciate I'm, I'm that. I'm supportive. And that's the thing that you get when you join the poker guys with the link in the nitro betting. You get, <laughs> you get Jonathan's support. <laughs> He's going to back you up. You join the poker guys with the link in, in nitro the, betting. Yeah. You join nitro betting with the link. It doesn't matter what the order is if they get what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I I'm pretty true. sure they're going to understand what I mean. Yeah. And if they don't, I don't want them. We only want the smarts. Mm. None of the dumbs. Right. Yeah. The right. dumbs don't belong. No. So be one of the smarts. Sure. Use the link in the description. There's also, of course, casino games, sports betting, all the fun that you can ever put on a bun. You know? <laughs> Delicious. It's like a manwich, except it's way better. A manwich. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. You know what a manwich is? A sandwich is turned into a manwich with sloppy jove. Right. I think so. Something like that, right? Turn a sandwich into a man, which I remember that. That was like old, old school advertising before your time, I think. I think so. I'm actually, I only know about it because of Futurama. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I actually saw ads where they said that word multiple yeah. times. It was dumb. It was dumb. I haven't had a Sloppy Joe for a while. No, me either. And if you haven't had a Sloppy Joe for a while, Nitro Betting's for you. Because they're giving them away. Yeah, maybe. They're, they're essentially There's giving no away. guarantee, but they might. I mean, <laughs> anything's possible, Yeah, I guess, right? It could happen. Yeah. It could happen. You could get a Sloppy Joe in the mail. <laughs> is that what everybody wants? <laughs> in, a, in a paper envelope. <laughs> What's more likely, you winning like the Mega Millions or are you getting a Sloppy Joe in the mail from Nitro Betting? It's, it's clear. It's pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty close. But, and which one would you want more? And you'd That's, probably pay a dollar for that lottery ticket and have all this hope and thought around it. The Nitro Betting, Sloppy Joe, you probably just, oh my gosh, what yeah. a happy surprise. You it's, know? There's no greater gain than infinite. That's right, the right. ROI is infinite it versus is the one dollar to four hundred million or whatever it is. That's that's not infinite. You no, know, you're losing. You're losing on that. Yeah, compared to the Big sloppy time. Joe story. Big time. <laughs> <laughs> Do not eat the sloppy Joe. Oh my god, you will die for sure. Do not eat it. The 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 just, gut the gut health and you will be just a problem. Know, just know that it's there. You know, <laughs> keep it for a while. Yeah, it's nice that they sent it. I mean, you yeah. will have to throw it out and. Probably seal it in something, you know, so that way the smell and the bacteria doesn't escape. But yeah, sure. That sounds great. Yeah. Nitro betting. <laughs> yeah. You know, all the things we say on this and these ads, they're not all true, but they're all kind of true. There's all, I mean, look, every joke, you know, there's a big piece of truth yeah. behind it. Huge piece of truth yeah, behind it. Yeah, always. So. Everybody says that all the time, and it's yeah. always right. right. All right. So here we are heading to the turn. We're heads up. We got okay. Mike Metasau against Mikolaj Zawadzki. Yeah. The pot's 162,000. Mike's got ace seven off, and Zawadzki has eight, nine of clubs on the queen five, five, two club board. Sure. The turn is the four of hearts. It brings a second heart. Okay. Um, and they both check. What and all right. why? I understand well, Mike so, checking. All right. You, you, so with Mike's check, yeah. 
it's a little precarious to go for the bet here as Mike, you know, it's as the pure bluff. You're now saying, okay, I hope you have a club draw and I'm going to bet big and you can't call with a club draw on a paired board. Guess who has a club in his hand too? Like yeah. we have exactly the wrong hand. He has a seven of clubs. Yeah. Um, so now you're trying to get him to fold a queen. Right. Because they're not folding a five, obviously. Right. And, and let's remember, we think the big blind was in this hand, too. So they probably don't have, like, pocket eights here on a queen 5-5 five, five right. or someone behind them, right? Yeah. So probably really, yeah. We're targeting a queen. That's a terrible thing to target. Let's not do Especially that. Especially when we have a club in our hand. Yeah, we should be giving up. Yeah. So, so we like Mike's check. Yeah, absolutely. Nice job, Mike. God, I hate saying Mike's that. Mike's nailing it. I hate that. So hate far, that. so good. Mike not, that. I don't like it. Um, and, okay, so as Zawadzki, now you have the nine high flush draw. Yeah. Feels like a bet, right? Feels like an obvious bet. Like, I don't understand why we're not. We betting. could have like queen nine suited plus, and we could definitely bet all of that. Yep. I don't know if we can really have queen nine suited in the main here. We can definitely have queen ten suited. Hundred percent, we can have queen ten suited. Um, and maybe we can have queen nine. Maybe you're right. And we can have some fives. We can have some fives. I don't know why in the world we wouldn't bet, especially this flush draw. Right. If maybe we had if the we ace had, of clubs, that's one thing. If we had ace ten of clubs, I could yeah. see checking back and like, okay, I can like take a free card and get some. I still have showdown value against Mike's range. It's fine. We should probably bet that sometimes too to get hands like pocket sevens to fold. But like, it's okay to check back the the showdownable flush draw. Yeah. But the nine high flush draw, I just don't know what the hell we're doing. Well, guess there. what Zawadzki does? What he checks? But why? But why? There's no good. There's no really good reason. It's right? just kind of a bad play, I think. Like, when you can rep a bunch of stuff and you have no showdown value, it feels like a really good time to bet when your opponent basically waves the white flag. And also, you ha- when called, you still have equity. You can hit a club. Yeah. Maybe a 9 or an 8, by the way. But you, By the way, those are good. But a club, for sure, is almost always going to be good if we hit it, right? So, like, it's not like where you have an air ball here. We, we have real equity, too. I don't know why we're not betting. It yeah. seems bad. We're, we're taking, like, our 24% equity. I'm assuming some 9s and 8s are good some of the time. Um, and just like saying, yeah, we're going to lose three quarters of the time here instead of like, I'll just win almost always by betting. Well, let's seek to understand because that's our job here. And I I do see a benefit, which is it's harder to put you on a club draw when you check back. It sure as hell is. It's really hard to put us on a club draw. Um, Also, if we think Mike has been bluffy, now, according to Mike, later on, when he started, was talking about not just this hand, but in general, um, he said he'd been playing very, very tight. So I don't know if that's true, but according to Mike, he's been playing very tight for hours. Um, if Mike's been bluffy at all, maybe we get to induce, but we have to improve, of course, to induce, right? But which is problematic. But you know, we do get there a quarter of the time, and yeah, and that's pretty nice. That is pretty good. Yeah, it still feels like we should bet. Yeah, uh, having said those, those are like not good enough reasons. When by betting, we almost always win the pot right now, right? Yeah. Like we win such a large percentage of the time. Yeah, and. I mean, we do have 100 bigs, so it's not like the pot is super meaningful to us as compared to some other stacks. So maybe, true. maybe it's worth swinging for the, like, let's hope he does, doesn't think we'd ever have a club draw, and when the club comes in, I have a better chance of getting more money. Yeah, that's fair. Also, maybe Mike checks the river also, and then we can actually bluff the river. Like, yeah. sometimes we actually get not another opportunity to bluff. Yeah. So there's that, too. We can still wrap a queen on the river. We might check back with a queen sometimes. Especially the bad queens. Yeah. Um, or by the way, now we don't really ever have pocket tens here, though, do we? Because no. we're almost always folding that on the flop, and I almost think. always three betting at preflop. Yeah, but even if we weren't, we're probably folding on the flop most of the time with yeah. the big blind behind us and Mike deciding to bet into both players. I think, mm-hmm. I think. Um, but yeah, but like bad queens or even some good queens, we might check back once in a while because we're like, I have ace queen and why or king queen? Why let Mike just off the hook here? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so maybe there could be some benefits to this check. Yeah. We might see that there are. Uh, yep, I think we might. Yeah. All right, so still 162K in the pot. Queen of clubs, five of clubs, five of hearts, four of hearts. The river is the king of clubs. Kazowie. What so, a card. 
Zawadzki makes it, gets the flush. Yeah. Um, Mike has nothing still. He does have the seven of clubs as a blocker, which is not the best thing in the world, but it's better than nothing. Yep. And the ace of diamonds, which does nothing for him, except for maybe gives him showdown value, but not really against when the club comes in. I think ace high has no showdown value. I agree. Zero. Yep. All right. Should you bluff as Mike? We have a club in our hand. Our opponent did not bet the turn. The king comes also. I think we should try and get the queen to fold right now. Yeah. Yes. I think we should bluff. Hope he doesn't have king queen and bluff. Yeah, if he has king-queen, it doesn't work. Yeah. But, like, man, everything besides king-queen is, like, hates their life. Now, not a flush, obviously, but, like, all the reasonable hands we can give. Zawadzki. Zawadzki, thank you. All the queens, basically, except for king-queen. Really they shouldn't, their life. They really shouldn't let Europeans play poker just for the sake of Jonathan <laughs> Levy when he does the break. I'll just call him Mikolaj, and it'll be fine. Will you? I'm going to try. Okay. <laughs> Mikolaj, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it seems like a good time to rep a king. You could yeah. have, like... Probably king seven suited plus if you're Mike in this position. I think so. Yeah, and king 10 off plus. So might as well rep all that. It's a good idea. Mike does it. Damn it. I like how Mike's playing the hand so far. Let's, let, let's talk about sizing. There's 162K in the pot. How much do you want to bet? Don't get anchored by his actual sizing. I'm trying not it's to. It's hard not to, I know. Yeah, I'm really trying not to. Um, if there are 162K in the pot, if I'm in the main event and I think my opponent is kind of a no-name, yep. like not, a, not a pro, I'm going to lean towards slightly bigger sizing just to make sure they fold the queen, scare them a little bit more, mm-hmm. like 100K, something like that. What do you think? Um, that's interesting. I, I'm aware that we're on day four, so this guy's been around for a bit anyway. Um, he's got a reasonable stack. Maybe that's a reason to size it up. I think, I think so Mike actually bets 70K. Right? Yeah. I think anywhere between 70 and 100 is fine. I think 70 is a fine amount, too, though. I, I do, do, too. I think it's pretty... I think it actually tells a slightly better story of... Yeah, I, I think I want to bet... I want to bet 70 against David Peters, and I want to bet right. 100 in the main event against a person who against, never buys in for 10K except for the main event. Right, who's like, ah, I just can't... I yeah. can't even consider this. My yeah. ace-queen has to go away. Now. Right. Right. Like, the guy hit the queen... Or hit the king. He's got ace-king or a king-jack or yeah. whatever. I should have bet the turn. I'm such an idiot. I play so yeah. bad. Yeah. Um, fair enough. But I think it's a good story to bet 70K against someone who's paying attention. I agree. Mike doesn't... Good. Mike so far is fucking killing it. I hate that. Every decision so far we like. All right. As Zawadzki. Yes. Do we have to raise on this paired board when the club comes in? Okay. We don't have to. We have the nine high draw, and we have to worry about getting called by worse. Yeah. Forget about... we may. We're obviously getting action from all better hands. I don't think we're folding out a better hand. But... How many worse hands are really going to call is, a, is an important question for us to ask. I, six, seven of clubs is like not available, right? Because it's, Mike would have bet the turn. Yeah, it's, he picked up an open ender on the turn if he had six, yeah. seven of clubs. 100% he's betting the and turn. And then the next, he doesn't have deuce three of clubs. He's probably not opening that. I think we're targeting like ace king here with the ace of clubs, which is like, is he really going to call? I mean, he has the ace of clubs. He could talk himself into it if, if he knows we're like really making plays with blockers and doing all this. Kind of, maybe. Maybe but. aces too. Yeah, he's going to bet aces a lot on the turn, but not He'll always. He'll check sometimes yeah. when the board's paired. Yep. Um, that means if he's got aces, that means he can sometimes have a uh, king-queen here, too. King-queen is at least a candidate to call us. Yeah. Um, it's got all the same problems, though, Yeah. as aces. In fact, aces is a better hand. You've got a better two-pair. You, you block things differently. I think it might be a little too ambitious to race. I'm wondering that, too. I thought it was interesting. I mean, look, if we got the king-high flush... Not available. Oh, because the king of clubs, you're right. So we'd have to have the jack high flush. Yeah. Um, we could at least start to consider... That makes more sense to me. Even then, though, there aren't that... Because we're going to have jack 10, right? Yeah, so, so that leaves 8-9. Eight, 8-9, nine. Eight, nine, and which Mike didn't bet in the turn. So I don't think he can... Mike essentially doesn't have flushes here almost ever, right? Yeah. So 
We're trying to get called by King Queen or Ace King. And really hoping he doesn't have King King. By the way. Yeah, or Queen Queen. Yeah, or I guess quad fives once in a while? I don't know. Once in a while. Once probably just bet the turn with quad. He should bet the turn with quad fives, though. Yeah, but he might not. Yep. Like, you might just be afraid that the four is too nothing of a card and you're going to scare I mean, get called him. by a queen again. A queen, yeah, but the, the problem is you can't really cooler the guy at all here, right? You know, like, he's not going to have queens full and nope. you can't have a five. You're really only getting... It's hard to get more than two streets yeah. unless he really thinks you're crazy bluffy, which, according to Mike, anyway, Mike says he hasn't been. So it's not a total disaster to check the turn with quads, I think. Okay. But let's come back to... Zo. Let's come back to Nikolaj. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just unbelievable. We've said the name so many times. How can you not say it? Say it. Zawadzki. Zawadzki. Is that a hard series Zawadzki. of syllables? Is that a difficult series of it's, syllables? It's not difficult when I hear it first. Okay. But reading it, I just want to go slowly, you know, really, really slowly and sound it out. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so <laughs> Nikolaj <laughs> Zawadzki. Zawadzki, I yeah, got yeah. it. Um, Zawadzki decides to raise, and yeah, I think it's... I think it's at best close, and probably I would not want to raise here. Now, Mike only bets 70K, and maybe yeah. that's part of it. Maybe. If you bet 100, maybe it's a call by Zawadzki. I don't know. But again, are we going to get called by worse hands anyway? I'm really worried about that. Yeah. Yeah, I think I want to just call, even though it feels nitty. I yeah. think it's probably right to just call. You mostly aren't going to make any chips, more chips, no matter what you do yeah. with this hand in this spot, right? Like, if you raise or if you call, it's all the same. Yeah. By the way, and once in a while, you get obliterated because you raise. Yep. So does that, like, does Mike have more hands that are beating us that continue, that put chips in after we raise or hands that are losing to us? I'd be worried it's the former. Yeah. Even though there aren't that many of them, I'm still worried it's the former. Yep. All right, so that's the end of the hand. Yeah. You would think. It's not. All right. There's mo- a lot more that happens. Okay. So here's where we can ask the question, did Mike Matisau really fuck up? Yeah, let's ask it. Because he moves in wow. for 390K total. How interesting is so this? So 215 more. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about this. So let's. First of all, Mikolaj does an interesting thing by checking the turn, right? Yeah. So, so I think Madison was saying there, he's like, well, I've had the seven of clubs in my hand. This guy almost never has a club draw. Yeah. Right? It was queen five five with two clubs. So it's not like he had a pair and a flush draw. I guess he could have a four of clubs on the, he could have like ace four of clubs. Yeah. And check back on the turn if he wanted to. Yeah. That's like it, you would think? Or maybe get a 4-5 and check back on That's the turn? That's a full house? Yeah. Yeah. Um, those are like the only two obvious things, really, that he could have, I think. Yeah. So I can see why Mike is like, this guy's going to fold. What? Like, unless he has 4-5, like, how can he call? What are the bluffs? What is, what, what is Zawadzki bluffing with that he's going to fold? Is he is he overvaluing king queen? Is that what Mike thinks? It seems unlikely. Yeah. Um, is he taking a queen and turning it into a bluff because he's trying for, to win the pot? Because he's like, oh, you hit the king a lot, so you can't you call bet, with the king, and you only bet seventy k, so you're kind of you're, it's like kind of a weak bet. Yeah. Like so, I can just win. I bet that's what went through Mike's hand. Yeah. Head is like he's putting me on a king. He has a queen, and he realizes he has to bluff with it. And he bl- he blocks, you know, king queen and queen's yeah. fall. That's pretty good. He's really only losing a king king here. That's going to continue. Yeah. So. I don't hate this move at all by Mike. I got to say, as we're talking about it, like I get what he does. This four five is a problem. I guess ace four of clubs is a problem. Those should be the only obvious hands that are a problem for us, right? Well, we know that Zawadzki can show up with a nine high flush, which we'll talk mm, about whether yes. or not that should be a problem for us. Right. Um, Mike is repping kings full, right? Yes. That's about it. 
Um, I think he's only... Maybe quads and maybe queens full sometimes. Yeah, I would think it's more... He could have bet small on the turn if he had quads or queens full. Now, he may, he's not always going to bet that, but he's going to bet those sometimes because you figure, like, if I bet small enough, the clubs are going to come along. And especially if you have quads, you figure the queen is there, the clubs are there. You're mostly going to bet that, Yeah, I think. But sure, he can have those sometimes. But I think it's mostly... King-King makes a lot of sense. Although, again, King-King is going to bet the turn at least a fair amount of the yeah. time, too. So all those hands are betting the turn a lot, the hands that he's repping. Yeah. Which is not great. Not great. Our story is not amazing Because he's not repping the nut flush at this point, right? He's just going to call with the nut flush. I feel like Mike is more interested in um, Mikolaj's story than his own story, though. Which yes. is like, you just don't have it very much here, man. Like, by the way, if you have 4-5 and you have bottom full house, which is essentially the best hand Mikolaj can ever have, he's still getting crushed by all the hands we just set. Yeah. All the hands we're repping are still... It's still just a bluff. Are we sure. clear that Mike doesn't do this for value with the nut flush? We're not clear... But my guess is he wouldn't put his whole main event on the line when he doesn't have to. Yeah. And again, be worried about getting called by a worse hand. Can he get called by a worse hand right. here? It's a real question. Obviously, he thinks he can... Well, he doesn't, he doesn't know what the guy has, so I shouldn't say he thinks... He thinks he can fold out some bad flushes or something like that. Although, maybe no, he's, he's not he, thinking, I don't think he's putting the guy no, no, in a flush. No, no. You're right. I think Mike's... I think you're maybe right. Mike's thought process is a little bit too narrowed in on one thing. This is just a guess. But my guess is that he's narrowed in on... This guy thinks that I have a king, and he has a queen, and he thinks he has to bluff. Right. Yeah. And... And guess who can have the really strong hands? Kind of almost only me. Yeah. And if you, in four or five is the best hand you ever have, that still kind of isn't great. Yeah. So it's not bad. It's probably and getting called by four or five, though. Four or five is probably going to talk themselves. I think I would talk myself into like, does he ever have the nut flush here ever? Yeah. Ever? Like maybe sometimes. Right. I don't know if he should, but it doesn't mean he can't. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So yeah, I think. I don't hate the move in a practical sense by Mike yeah. because I think in a, in a lot of cases it's going to work. Yeah. Um, just because you're just playing the opponent and not, not using your hand at all, really. But that's fine sometimes, mm-hmm. especially in the main event. Um, in theory, maybe you're not repping enough. Maybe, maybe you, like, you bet the turn with a lot of what you're repping. It becomes a little bit of a problem. Here's an interesting question. If we're trying to get a queen to fold, do we need to go all in? Could we actually click this back for reals and make it 280K and leave 110 back for ourselves? Oh, that's an interesting thought. Yeah, I think maybe we should do that. If we're trying to get... By the way, even a hand like Mikolaj has, the nine nine high flush is not going to love that action. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that looks unbelievably strong. It does. We might get more fold equity with that. I'm not sure if we do or not, but we might. Yeah. Um, I think I like the... I think I like a click back better here. But yeah. I, I like the raise by Mike. I do. But I think I like a clickback better. Yeah, I think I have to like the raise too. Damn it. I like how Mike played it. It's weird. I'm shocked that I like how Mike played it. That sucks. This. Yes. I don't like Mike. I don't either. But, but it, I think he did fine here, except that I wouldn't. I don't think he needs to go all in. Yeah, I don't think so we either. should make it 300K or 280K or whatever it is and uh, live to fight another right. day. So now let's say you're Zawatsky and let's say you're Jonathan Levy Zawatsky. Yeah. You know, you're not, you're not this guy. Yep. You're Jonathan Levy Zawatsky and you've, you've, you've put yourself in this spot. Yep. How do you make your decision? I mean, we're supposed to use distribution, right? Yeah. So let's start there. Okay. If I'm thinking about hands, I did this for value. Now, granted, I may have some bluffs. Maybe I actually have a queen and I'm doing this with a queen. Yeah. That's possible. But let's assume for a second that's not the only thing I'm doing here. If I had trip fives, would I have raised the river? Would I have checked the turn and raised the river? Not that often. I think 
So it's hard. This, this is going to get complicated, but yep. like, so you're Jonathan Levy after the raise, right? But of before course. the raise, you're Zawadzki, who's a player who raised the nine high flush. Right. So I believe he would have raised trip fives. Okay. Um, perhaps he would have. Okay. Um, because Mike bet 70K. It doesn't look like Mike has a flush. Okay. Yeah. But now we just got jammed on. Yeah. And we beat no, we beat no value. That's for sure. What bluffs does Mike have? Now, he has a super weird bluff, but what bluffs does Mike have in rea- Like, if we, like, are trying to think about it logically? Um, I think he has potentially ace-king with the ace of clubs as a really good bluff candidate here. That he's going to three-bet all in with. Yeah. That's a reasonable just-call candidate, though. It is. It is, but... But it's also a reasonable shot. Like, ace-queen with the ace of clubs, if you show up with it at all this way, mm. is a reasonable bluff candidate. Again, he's going to bet that a fair amount of time on the turn, especially with the ace of clubs in his yeah. hand, but not always. Yeah. Um, Any ace of clubs, you can kind of turn to a buff if you want. You it's can. Not, it's not a disaster. Yeah. Uh, okay, coming back to distribution. So we think we have some trip fives. Would we rather have trip fives here? I don't mm, think so. No, because Mike doesn't really have that many 5x full houses. I guess he can have 5-4 once in a while, but yeah. he's, he's often going to bet that on the turn, and mostly we're talking more about king-king and queen-queen. Mostly king-king. The five doesn't have anything to do with that, yeah. so it doesn't matter. Um, okay, uh, so we've got some trip fives, which don't have we don't, we think significant blockers. We have nine. We have the nine high flush. Are we raising significantly? Are we raising all, any flush? Then, if we're raising the nine high flush, I think so. I guess so. If we're raising trip fives, we're raising all the flushes. Now we may not have very many more flushes. There aren't that many more to have on this board. Yeah, right. Um, I would hope we were betting six seven of clubs on the turn when we turn open ended any check to us, but maybe we aren't. But I would hope we were. I don't know. I don't know either. We checked the nine high flush. Yeah. Um, this still doesn't seem that high in our distribution to me of hands that we actually choose to raise. Maybe it is. If we're doing trip fives, how many trip fives do we really have? Maybe ace five suited. There's two combos. Five of. six suited. Five six suited. There's another two combos. Of. Maybe five seven suited. Unlikely, but maybe. Yeah. Okay. So at most, there's six combos of fives. Yeah. At most. Um, I guess we can. Uh, let's say we have six seven of clubs. Seven, eight of clubs, eight, nine of clubs, nine, ten of clubs, nine, ten of clubs, jack, jack ten, ten of clubs. clubs, jack, nine of clubs, probably. Sure, jack, nine of clubs, I guess. Um, ace, X of clubs, yeah. there's going to be a bunch of those. And four, five. Yeah. And let's, and I guess we can have quad fives once in a while. And we can, we can't have pocket fours. No, no fours. So this is actually reasonably high up in our distribution. Yeah, a little bit. In terms of rank. Here's a question. Yeah. If we're a player who actually would turn a queen into a bluff, as we think Mike thinks is happening, is that a better hand to call with now than the nine high flush or any flush? I mean, I think if we have king queen now, I don't know that we'd ever raise the river with king queen. Yeah. But if we did and we got jammed on, that might be the best. That's hand a better to hand with. to call with, but that's probably less of a raise than a queen is a bluff. Yeah, just a, a random queen is a, like a queen with a club might be the best bluff catcher here that we can show up with reasonably because we black. Queen's full. Yeah. Even though he checked the turn. And if we have Queen Jack with the Jack of Clubs, at least we block Ace Jack of Clubs in case he would do it with a nut flush draw. Or nut flush. Right. I mean, we don't block anything with eight, nine of clubs except the eight, nine of clubs, yeah. essentially, right? Ace eight and ace nine. But yeah. that's it. Um okay, so my my first my my initial thought on this was this guy has to fold. Like yeah. He just got three bet all in, and he's got the nine high flush on a paired board. He has to fold. Yeah. Like, that's just the way. In the main event, like, you shouldn't worry about most other things. Like, they have it when you do this almost always. Right. right? Like, it's really weird for Mike not to have it here. Yeah. 
like super weird. And in fact, if it's day one, day two, actually maybe almost any day of the World Series, unless the guy is crazy, you should just fold it in this spot, I think, almost always. And mm-hmm. you're going to make a ch- kajillion dollars. Yeah. Right? Now, I know on um, Twitter and every poker forum in the world, well, Reddit, poker anyway, um, there's a lot of talk about how this is an easy call because Mike didn't give him enough fold equity with his jam, but I don't think that's, that's true ridiculous. At all. Yeah. I think it looks super strong. And I was, by the way, I was obviously advocating for a clickback. I think that's even stronger. Yeah. Nobody three bets the river and the main event without having it or being a little bit nutso. There's just no, there's no, you don't, just don't see it, right? So my inclination is, okay, distribution, I think actually we're probably okay distribution-wise to call, barely. That's only if we raise trip fives for value. Right, if we if, don't. If, flush, if it's only flushes plus, then I think it's a fold. I might not, I personally don't know that I would raise trip fives for value on the river, worried that I could get value from it. That's the thing. I mean, I, we, I mean, were, I'm just we were wondering out. if Zawatsky should raise the hand he has on the yes, river. Yes, that's right. So, but we think Zawatsky probably did raise trip fives because he raised this. We yeah, don't really know. We don't know. Um, the 70K bet by Mike makes it a little bit more enticing. But I don't know. I feel like Mike absolutely can have King King here. Yeah. And boy, that's, that would really suck. And Queen Queen and Quads. I think he can have all those yep. things. I mean, he's not repping them in an incredible way, obviously, having checked the turn. So that might be why Zawadzki ultimately does call, which he does do. I mean, we didn't even mention flushes, but A, we don't necessarily think Mattisau is going to move in with a flush, and B, he checked the turn when he already had the, you know, control of the hand. It feels like he's almost always betting the the turn with the nut flush draw on the turn, right? So Zawadzki really only has to worry about essentially three, like seven combos, right? Mm -hmm. So that's good. Only yeah. seven combos is Then you have good. to believe that Madison is going to just pull off a, yes. a, a crazy bluff. Is Mike capable of this play? We see that he is. But before I saw this, I would have said absolutely not. Yeah. So I think this would have worked on me is what I'm getting to. I think uh, I would yeah. have made a big-time exploitative fold and would have been made fun of forever, you know, for, for months. Me too. Um, but I feel like this is a bad call is my, is my overall hit. And I wonder if Madison, if we look at every time in his life that he's three-bet all-in on the river in the main event. No. Yeah. I don't know how often that's... Or just How about just three-bet all-in on the river? Forget, no, no, just three-bet the river in the main event. Forget about all-in. Yeah. That he hasn't had it, I would guess it's like 2% of the time or yeah, something. Yeah, it's probably 1%, not very This much. may be the only time. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. like, it essentially doesn't happen. So I just don't... I think Zawatsky gets really lucky that he's ahead. I don't necessarily think this is a good call. Well, that's the end of Mike Matisau. Yep. Bye-bye. What a call. So this guy is getting an amazing price, which we did not talk about. No, we did not. I mean, he, it's... What is it? It's 215 k to win how much? Some just outrageous amount, right? 390 plus 175 plus 162. Plus it's like 800, 900 k, 850. That's that seems- pretty good. You're getting like better than almost, it's not four to one, but it's like it's three like and 750, change to one. 750 k. Okay. Yeah. Still, you know, three, better than three to one. Yeah. But I don't think we're, I don't think we're good 25% of the time. It doesn't here. seem like it. Again, if this isn't the main event, I still don't think we're good. Right? <laughs> now that I think about it, like in almost any tournament, except against people who don't understand what they're doing, right, or are crazy, this is you're never good here. Even in like lower stakes tournaments, they just always have it. If they, I move mean, you in probably here. have to call Michael Mizraki. Yeah, there's like maybe you have to call um, the the Slim Reaper, yeah. right, it's Chidwick. Yeah, because he's just turning everything into a bluff. He's just going to do that sometimes, right? Those kinds of guys, like limitless, might you might have to call, but. I, I don't even know if we're supposed to raise anyway with this hand, yeah. let alone call it off. Like, it gets weird fast. So we like everything Mike did, and we don't really like that much that Zawadzki it's did. It's crazy, but it's true. Yeah. 
we, we think Zawadzki should be betting the turn, maybe probably even just calling the river, probably, yep. and probably folding once Mike moves in. Yep. Wow. Yep. Well, let's see what the solver has to say and see if it you know, finally talks some sense into somebody and says Mike did something wrong. That would be great. That would be great. Do it, Wesley. Okay, I'm, I'm really sorry to the solver. You have to solve Mike Matisau. Many have tried. It's just not working out, you know, but here we are. We're going to solve him. Wesley's going to solve him using Pio. Let's see if Mike did all right here in this hand that ended up, up uh, losing him the main event. Okay. Back to the flop. Mike starts messing it up right away. The solver would mostly check Mike's hand. We, we thought the bet was fine, but the solver's like, nope, you're going to check this hand. This is a, this is a check. You hmm. should check it. And uh, once, once bet, Zawadzki should call. He should not raise with his flush draw. It wants him just to call. Fine. Okay. Cool. Under the turn. Mike should check what he does. Congratulations. Um, he should bet if he has the ace of clubs. Uh, Wesley speculates this is because then if a club comes in, then Mike can more easily rep the nut flush. Mm-hmm. But he does not have the ace of clubs, so it's a check, and the solver likes it. Uh, we were surprised by Zawadzki's check back on the turn. We thought this was a golden opportunity. Yes. The solver agrees. Uh, he, he thinks Zawadzki should bet this flush draw. Did you say he? The solver is a he now? He thinks? Did I say that? Yep. Sure, why not? The solver is a male. <laughs> is that, it, we're going with it. Um, okay. Anyway, Zawadzki should bluff this flush draw. Mm-hmm. But of note, uh, Zawadzki should check if he has 6-7 or 7-8 of clubs, supposedly because he has so much equity with the straight draw as well that he doesn't want to get blown off by a check race. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. But you would think it's like, yeah, still, I'd like the fold equity with that hand, but I, you just really, the solver really doesn't want to get blown off those hands, I suppose. I, I would have really thought so, too. Maybe the solver has other reasons, but I would have thought, yeah, that's a bet, too. Like, we have more equity, and we're really happy to get folds. Well, the more equity is the ostensible reason the yeah. solver doesn't want to bet. I understand. Yeah. Uh, okay, here's where Mike really starts messing up. Even though, you know, we ended up liking a lot of Mike's decisions, yeah. the solver does not, not really. Okay. Uh, Mike should give up 100% of the time with his hand. Never take this shot on the river. Which is interesting. Hmm. Even when the, the king comes, yeah. it's interesting. It yeah. seems like it, it seemed to us like that was a reasonable bet, but okay. Yeah, I guess the solver well, the solver doesn't have like a main event button for people overfolding right, and stuff. Right. But it, it probably true. assumes that Zawatsky's gonna call all of his queens, you know? Yes. Right. Um, speaking of Zawatsky, once Mike bets, uh, Zawatsky should raise all flushes. We were wondering if he should raise a flush at all. And here's a, a surprising out, output. He can raise as weak as King Queen for value, which is Top two on the paired board. Mm-hmm. I mean, that feels really thin, really thin. It's hard for Mike to have significantly better hands, though, if you think about it, based on how, based on him checking the turn, right? He like, could have aces. I mean, the, the board is paired. Oh, that's fair. He could have aces sometimes. He's often betting aces on the turn, but not always. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I, I, I guess the checks on the turn maybe make it more reasonable. Um, all right, so the solver now thinks Mike should fold to the raise, so... The solver would not have punted off the stack. Mike Matisau yeah. did. Uh, of course, Mike does not fold. He moves in. And we were wondering if this should really work. We felt like it should work. Yep. But the solver was like, this is never going to work. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Zawaski can call all flushes and even some king-queen. Wow, wow, wow. His only folds are pure bluffs. How about that? Yeah. Wow. Again, no main event button where we know everyone... Mostly, like, Mike had at least claimed that he was playing super tight the entire time and thought that was going to give him more, you know, opportunity to get bluffs through. Um, now, we don't know if he actually yeah. was playing super tight, of it's, course. It's odd that it went this way where, like, 
you and I are not big Mike Mattisau fans as a person or a player. No. And, and we thought like, wow, it kind of sucks that we have to admit that Mike played this hand pretty well. And then the solver's like, no, 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 you guys can, you guys can dislike this play. This well, is bad. Okay, but hold on. Like, it's important to say the solver's just playing against another perfect of course, opponent. Of Mike is playing in the main event, like on day five, yeah. against someone who's trying to take advantage of all these things that are going on. Of right? course. So, I, I so still, Mike is playing exploitatively. I still kind of like the play. Me too. Me too. But the robots still. The robots hate everything. Music yeah. is my sunlight, and all I need is one mic. And I can show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them so tired. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life. And I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the throne. And gonna be traveling the globe. We still have time to make it home.